Hello and welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kira. Thank you for the PSA last week. Yeah. Still stand by that statement. You feeling okay? Uh, I feel better. I was unable to go to work Tuesday and Wednesday and then recovered Wednesday for the most part. And then Thursday, Friday, basically work just made me nauseous enough to begin with. So I'm finally feeling like myself after... Two days this weekend of catching up and doing laundry and sleeping and not talking to most other human beings, which yeah, is nice. That sounds like the dream. It actually has been really great. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, I cleaned the apartment because it was my weekend to clean. Um, I went to Target and just kind of like went super scraggly in my yoga pants with a hole in the butt and was like yeah you all can't judge me i just spent two days puking <laughs> you, you do live in San this Francisco, is the good right? version of me <laughs> you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me when i'm food poisoned you, again if you live in san francisco i don't think you're uh i don't think judging is a thing that they like to do san francisco you would- you would be very surprised. There, well, they like to make like, it seem like they don't like you. They're like, yeah, you're homeless, whatever, do your thing. It, it, it's ground zero for cattiness. Oh, very. That's where cattiness got invented. But they, they, they definitely don't like to be explicit about their cattiness. It's a refined version. It's, it's catty because you're not right. as progressive as them, I thought. Exactly. Although, overheard in the Target line the other day was this girl talking to, I don't know if they were a thing or what but this guy and she like I was walking past and I just heard the snippet and she was just like you know I really do find it sexy when guys work on cars I mean I feel like it's mostly a redneck thing but and I was just like so uh these people not think Lexuses get fixed somewhere apparently they're not just magical and fix themselves Tesla's might though might maybe I also just wanted to point out to her that not all dudes are like Josh Duhamel and like look really good working on cars. Like most of them are like probably in their 50s or 60s. Like definitely not your idea of attractive probably. But most of them are not John Hamm. They're Ricky Gervais. (laughs) Not even Ricky Gervais. Like they're more like, I don't know, one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings. Yikes. (laughs) It's a mixture of Ricky Gervais and Jason Statham, but like the bad parts of both of them. Yeah, like Jason Statham's like really terrible sense of humor. <laughs> and Jason Statham when he's like 70 too, not like... Jason Statham um, who did a movie where he has to keep the drug from killing him and it gets subsided with adrenaline, so he has to have Crank! Sex. Dude, Crank's a great movie. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I know exactly. Highly recommend it. It is a wonderful piece of cinema. Such an amazing plot. (laughs) Okay, all of Jason Statham's movie plots could be combined into one movie plot and still be no more than two hours. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whenever Jason Statham has a new movie, 
every time you can just be like, let me guess, he's going to be driving? <laughs> yeah. He's going to look really, really angry while he's driving. I'm sorry, that's not fair. I think there was one movie where he didn't drive. But it wasn't Death Race or Death Race 2 or any of the Transporter movies. Crank, where he was mostly just driving. That man just lives for driving. Don't worry, I'm pulling up his IMDb page. Uh, What's the, he was in um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which was a great movie, oh, actually. That was an awesome one. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a Tarantino movie, isn't it? Oh, uh, is I think so. I might be thinking of uh, that other one. <laughs> the other uh, British fight, fighting movie. He's been in yeah. excellent movies such as uh, uh, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, The Fate of the driving. Furious. Driving. <laughs> <laughs> also, it was Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie. He was also in No Man <clears throat> and Juliet. Oh, that's a blockbuster right there. <laughs> Wait, he was in Romeo and Juliet? No, Nomeo. Nomeo. Oh, Nomeo. I thought you were talking about like the Leonardo DiCaprio version. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm talking about the animated version of Romeo and Juliet done with gnomes. I thought his gnome was driving around. <laughs> His gnome was a little sports car. Yeah, he had a little no, gnome he, whip. He played the role of um, Tybalt. <clears throat> Tybalt. Tybalt. Yeah. Tybalt. 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 I had a T. Is it spelled T H I? Speaking of Tim Tebow. Tim Tybalt. Speaking of Tim Tebow, football? Football. Tim Tybalt. Our transitions are going to get to that point, like in that South Park episode, where he just keeps saying like random shit, like butt sex, and then it just turns into whatever he's talking about randomly. <laughs> so Chris Collinsworth. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth is the one man in this country who is Donald Trump's mental equal. Yeah. I would love to get Chris Collinsworth as an advisor to Donald Trump, and just see how that goes. Couldn't go any Couldn't worse. Go worse. <laughs> <laughs> accurate um there was some really yeah. great football this weekend and i'm like i'm I, I said <laughs> despite this, our best guesses i know well <laughs> first of all nothing went the way i thought it would <laughs> no yeah. that's a lie the north dakota state fcs championship was fairly predictable sure i didn't but know it was such way. a good game it was such a good game we really that you know we're almost to the end of the college football season as of tomorrow uh the 2017 regular season slash 2018 bowl season will rest in peace i'm not ready um, to accept that you know i'm not either <laughs> but we're gonna have to and uh i would i would just like to say thank you uh for for joining me on this journey this year uh <laughs> It's been a really good season. Nobody and heard yeah. our first five weeks of this. <laughs> we stuck through it together. Oh, yeah. um, we had five that didn't get, get sent out. Well, yeah, something I like did. that, four or five, that we were just like, yeah, let's keep I working at it. <clears throat> One day people will be looking for the Lost Chronicles of Completely Unprepared. Uh, they're on my computer. On look back on the season fondly. Um, yeah, no, so I listened to you guys talk last week and everything that you guys talked about with like Rose Bowl and... Uh, the other semifinal Peach Bowl. I mean, yes, accurate. Now on to NFL. On to NFL. <laughs> because this weekend was insane. <clears throat> Maybe we should yeah. just, I think we should just address the games in order. I think it's the best yeah, way okay. to get through this NFL because this was 
Uh, did, you like, guys, how many, did you guys watch all of them? I watched at least some of all of the games. Yeah, yeah same here. Okay. I like if, if we're gonna go in order, <laughs> I need to preface the very first game. Marcus Mariota is the greatest player to ever play football ever. Statistically. <laughs> Statistic. I mean, I've I've rarely ever seen a player with such a diverse uh, diverse stat line after a game. <laughs> That's for sure. In um, his first playoff game ever, he threw a touchdown pass to himself. I'm with Jay. <laughs> Th- threw a game-winning <laughs> block, we might add. Yeah. Not only did he go 19 for 31 for 205 yards with two touchdown passes, one of them being to himself. Uh, also rushed for 46 yards which was the, apparently he's the only person who rushed for the team other than Derrick Henry. Um, who had and a then good also, day. Who had yes. a great day, 156 yards on 23 carries. Also Mostly had put the, team on their backs. the yep. one touchdown reception for six yards. And he recorded a block. Where is that? Where was the block? There's somewhere in here where Marcus yeah. Mariota got a block. Did, no, did you? It was right at the very end. It was the game-winning block. Yep, yeah, there. I'm, I was looking at the box score for some reason. Oh, you know, the box score doesn't have defense, or you know that doesn't count as a defensive stat. But no, it was at play. the end of the game where he he put up that block so that Derek uh, Henry could ice the game. Yep, play by play. The, this player is very special to me. I watched him in high school. Loved him then. Loved him out now. He went to my college, but. uh I will say this: for all the greatness that he has, he is extremely fragile. There, have, yeah. this is only the second season that he's actually made it all the way through the regular season without getting an injury. The first one being in uh, his last year at Oregon when they went to the national title game. Yeah, that's why I'm really excited to see how he's playing now because uh, he's really figured out how to properly rush without overextending. Like well, before, if it was third down. And he saw the pylon, or uh, he saw the chains, he would go for it. He'd make a dive, he'd do something, and he would get injured. Yep. Now, he, he will go as far as he can, and he will slide regardless of if that makes a first down or not. And it is so good to watch. It is so good. Yeah. He's doing such a better job running now. I, f- I, I, would, mean, lo- I would love it if he'd spend an offseason with Russell Wilson, though. Oh, seriously. When they played this season, I, I was just sitting there like, I pray to God that Mariota is just watching Russell Wilson the entire game. Yep. Because nobody is better at just going down than Russell Wilson. Well, and Wilson does that little <laughs> arm stick out thing. Oh, I God. heard it as I said it. And I was like, here's going to be a giggle in here. But Wilson, Wilson has that That's thing true. that he does where he, he just pops the ball out to like extend it for that first down. That's, mm-hmm. that's something that all cornerbacks should learn. Yeah. Well, and then the other the other one that I hate that I hated to see was uh Colin Kaepernick kind of started a trend that I, I don't see too much anymore. But uh, he would start to go for a slide and then he would fake it and then get back up. That's not fair to the defender because the defender sees a sliding quarterback and he thinks, "All right, he's going to slide. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and let him slide down because otherwise I'm going to get the penalty." But when yep. you fake a slide. You're literally you're spitting in the defender's face because he's not hitting you because you're going to slide. Mm-hmm. If if a quarterback did that to me once, I if I saw him on the ground, I'd hit him. You would make that. it a point. 
Yeah. Yeah. If anything, it 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 makes it more dangerous because it teaches that back and whatever back after that that there's a chance that this isn't a real slide and and to not necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're gonna obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna obviously follow through on it, even though. Next time they think like, oh, I could get a penalty, but he did this last time. Yep. Yeah. So. Cam Newton's the other one who kind of does shit like that. And then it, Cam Newton does a lot of shit like that. Yeah. And then he complains about getting hit. It's like, well, <laughs> you're not a running back. Don't play like one. Yeah. But, but yeah, that uh, Titans game. Amazing. Amazing. The greatest part was how early in the game, both of you had texted in the group chat like, I don't think the Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. We were well, just like earlier in the I season. I put money. The Super Bowl. <laughs> no, earlier no, in the season, like after week like six or something like that, I put money on them winning the Super Bowl just as a long shot. It was like twenty-two <laughs> to one odds, so I put a dollar on it. Just like if this happens, I'll be like, oh, I want to scratch it. Yeah, <laughs> this is the coolest twenty-two dollars I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, and so at that point, it's just for the novelty. It's not even yeah. for the actual fucking win. Yeah, but so man, I'm still looking at it. <laughs> I'm still looking at it then when they're going to halftime, like, oh, there goes twenty, there goes a dollar or whatever. And then yeah. when it made that that turnaround, it was just unreal. Yeah. Yeah. So Leave how does to, uh, Andy Reid to lose that? I was just gonna say, how does Kareem Hunt only get five carries in the last three quarters? Because Charlie, or because Andy Reid's not a good playoff coach. That guy's He's... retarded. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. He doesn't play any situational football whatsoever. I think he sets a game plan and he decides this is the great game plan and it's going to work you, and we are not going to deviate. No, and no, if no. it doesn't work, then uh, it wasn't my fault. What I saw, yeah. and I didn't look at the, line, at the, at the stat line in depth, <clears throat> or rather the play-by-play in depth, but what I saw is that Kareem Hunt had six carries in the first quarter and five in the last three. That shouldn't happen. That's not situational football. There's no situation where that makes sense. That's just stupid. Well, if they're shutting down your run, which they were doing a very good job of shutting down the run. Their run defense was on point, but they're... Oh, yeah, uh, what happened to Travis Kelsey, by the way? Sorry. Uh, he got knocked out. Um, he was That was a painful one because he was, like, wobbling all on the field. Yeah. So he got up from the play, and he was falling over onto players because he just... Yeah, he, he got rocked. He Yikes. probably wouldn't have been playing next week regardless. Yeah. No, yeah. He's uh he got third degree CTE on the field. Yeah. That was a rough yeah. one to watch. Yeah. yeah. He won't be playing in the Pro Bowl either, I would guess. <laughs> no. After that. No, no point, honestly. But anyways, that game ended disastrously for <laughs> Kansas City. I have a friend who's a, a Kansas City fan. fan. And I got online, yeah. and he, he sent me all caps, F-U times 15 C-K. Uh, I hope yeah. he wrote, he didn't write 15 U's. I hope he just wrote X-15 right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a little parentheses or a little carrot, like for yeah. an exponent. No, it was it definitely U, 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 in however many makes I really appreciated you taking the effort to speak out each of those individual use. This is the year of speaking out, Kira. I just wish you'd gone for all 15, that's all. Seriously. (laughs) Will you all dedicate? dedicate. Yeah, seriously. You stopped at like 10. You were only five short. Well, I wasn't keeping track, so. 
I had to well, we were. make sure that I didn't yeah. risk going to eight. You're, you're actually, you got to seven for the record. Se- oh, seven. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was eight, but I mean, that last one was kind of half-assed. Fine. Yeah, so Times 1.147 one something. No. There you go. <laughs> seven something. Uh, but yes, that poor Chiefs fan. I mean, well, and what was, like, like Jay was saying, this isn't the first time where the Chiefs have reached the playoffs and blown it. Yeah. No, well, it won't be the last ni- either. Since 1994, they have one playoff win. Yeah. They beat Houston. And then how Ooh. many appearances since 1994? That's a good question that I don't have the answer for. No. Unprepared. Well, I feel like not that many. That's not a lot, yeah. There was that devastating loss to the Colts a couple of years ago, you know, where they had a pretty big lead early on and then blew it. So basically, then was, this year. Yeah. yeah. And then they had the Pats game, where uh, I think oh, that was last year. They won the wild card in the yeah, 2015 be, season. No, no. Last they year, they lost the to the Steelers. Yeah. Yep. Last they year, beat, lost to the Steelers. They beat the shit out of Houston a couple of years ago. Yeah. Wait, and wait. then they lost to the Patriots in the first round. Before that, they had six losses. Um. Eight appearances since 1994, including the last two years. Nine if you count this year. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Yep. In nine appearances, they've gone one and nine. Uh, it's just one wild card win. Uh, and only four of those they have not had to play in the wild card round. That is since 1994, again. Yeah, that's a big improvement, though. <laughs> one and nine over zero and nine. Hey, just hold on to that 1969 Super Bowl victory. <laughs> yeah. So, poor so Chiefs. After that, what was the next game? Uh, the game after like that was Atlanta and L.A. Oh, yeah, where the Rams blue-balled all of America. Yeah, that Seriously. was really rough. And it really was Sammy Watkins dropping a touchdown pass. Yes, I don't know what Sammy Watkins so decided to make his hands out of, but it's not good at catching footballs. <laughs> yeah. Just rubber. He took some lessons even, from Amari Cooper. It's not even rubber. Like he, he got Robin Williams and said, give me some of that flubber material. <laughs> at least flubber's kind of sticky. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. It's bouncy. Oh, that's right. Flubber sticks to what it wants to stick to, and then it bounces to everything else. That's how the basketball team ended up scoring all those slam dunks. Hmm. Oh, was I the only yeah. one who watched that movie? Apparently. I watched it when I was like four. Oh, uh, I watched it when I was like, you know, four and eight and 12. 24. <laughs> David's no. like, I actually watch it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> it's the routine. <laughs> Along with August Rush. <laughs> And then I, I go to bed, I turn on a fan, and then I play Never Had a Friend Like Me. <laughs> but yes, yeah. that, that Rams game, Rams Blackens. It was just, you know, you're getting so excited all season. They're talking about how they're the number one offense. They're going to do so much. A boring fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. It, it kept... That's all I watched of it, too, was that. It, it was basically how Jay described uh, Orange is the New Black to me. You kept thinking something was going to happen, and then the episode <laughs> ended. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Actually, that's 100% accurate. Yeah. I mean, credit to the Atlanta defense. They uh, really stepped up and did some good. 
I mean, yeah, but real, that was after a couple of really bad mistakes in like the first quarter too. Like, if say, they the had real it, the real culprit of this loss was Farrell Cooper. He lost two two possessions for his team, which is crazy because he well, and some of those weren't his fault, or one, the first one wasn't his fault. Like, yeah, okay, you're right because the defender made a great play on that. No, no, no. There the was, second one. There was the one to... where it went off his uh, teammate's foot actually. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. one that wasn't his fault, but he muffed one, and then I think there was a second one that he muffed into somebody else's hands. The, the second the second one, uh, the defender comes in and just does a beautiful tomahawk chop and just slaps the ball out of his hands. Yes. There's not a whole lot you can do on that. I mean, you know, you can ask for a little bit more ball security if you'd have hovered entirely, probably would have stopped it, but he's in full stride, and that defender comes out of the back and just nails him. Yeah. I'm not going to blame him for those. It was very unfortunate that he got credited for both of them, but yeah, and, it, and that was only his third and fourth uh, fumble on the season. Yeah, no, he's been he's been remarkable. I mean, he was an All Pro kick returner. Yeah, yeah, just not his day. Not his day. Mm-hmm. Not also, that the one off of that dude's foot was a ridiculous play. But the whole thing, it wasn't the day for the favorites. Yeah, it wasn't the weekend for the favorites, quite frankly, because even no. though. Even though, as we transition to the to the following day, you've got the Bills and the Jags. Jags pulled it off, but we're sure to lose me money in the process. And the whole game, I'm watching it, going, "Why did I bet on Blake Bortles? What was I thinking?" Well, the Jags did exactly. I I, I thought it was actually about what I was going to see from the Jags: uh, a mediocre offense with a lights out defense. Their defense was so good. Uh, which is to be expected. And, but then, yeah, their offense was Blake Bortles, and sometimes he steps up and, you know, he technically had 160 yards, right? 190 uh, total? What, uh, yeah, maybe total. He had less than 100 passing yards in the game. Yeah, it was, it was like, 80, it was like 89 rushing and 86 on the, uh, through the air. Yeah, it was like unbelievably bad. Uh, speaking back to the Jaguars' defense, they were one of only – two teams this year to hold the Bills to three points or fewer. Uh, they are in addition with the Panthers as well as the Patriots. Hmm. Other than yeah. that, the Bills have scored at least seven or more points in all of their contests in the regular season. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it, I thought that, that game played out exactly how it should have. Ten to three makes sense to me. Uh, I know. I wanted it was weird that Fournette points. couldn't get going. That was the only thing that I was like. Yeah, that True. that did surprise me. That did yeah. surprise yeah. me quite a bit, actually. But again, you know, to set up a good run, you need to have a good passing attack, which they really didn't have, and then no. vice versa. To set up a good, you know, pass attack, you need to have a good run. So, uh, I think the I think most was, the hmm? the most upsetting part of that game for me was that after the game, I saw a tweet of a fan burning Tyrod Taylor's jersey. That person should not be allowed anywhere near the Bills. Yeah. You don't understand football if you're doing that. You just you no. weren't watching the game or you don't understand no. football. Well, I feel Tyrod. like that was a decent number of the Bills fans this year. I yeah, mean, Tyrod gets a really bad rep there. Which he is really does. Because he's actually a pretty decent quarterback. Yeah, it's I'd not be fair. fine with him taking over for Ben. And like, how are you going to burn Tyrod's jersey when you watch Peterman? Yeah, that was. <laughs> that, that kid was is a terrible quarterback. Yes. Don't like, even bring him back nothing... on, the, on the team next year. Just cut him. Yeah, seriously. 
you don't even have to pay him right now, and you should still cut him. Nothing should have been more scary for that team than seeing Tyrod on the ground and watching Peterman warm up. Kira, like, who would you rather, uh, Peterman or uh, Osweiler? Uh, Osweiler? <laughs> I'm going to keep really? the whole pause in. I think Osweiler is a no-brainer for the record. Yeah, I think I. The more that I think about it, I guess yes, Brock. Um, Peterman's just bad. Brock's yeah. bad, but has some good moments. Yeah. So Osweiler uh, overall has. Uh, let's see. This is the worst site ever. 31 touchdowns and 27 interceptions. Nathan Peterman has zero touchdowns and six <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> okay, so if you're talking just general QBR, yes, Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a no-brainer to take Brock Osweiler over Peterman. But if you're talking about like from a morale standpoint, like who you're going to put in in the final minutes of like your wild card game. The fact that you pause so Mark much, Osweiler. considering how different the the actual stats are, actually probably says more about Osweiler than it does about Peterman. <laughs> well, yeah. and it's nothing against Osweiler. I mean, it's also That's everything against Osweiler. Yeah, well, okay, He's it's bad. a decent amount against Osweiler, but it's also <laughs> probably more against Peterman in the fact that I would have absolutely zero faith. Like Brock, there's there's a little bit of hope. There's a ray of hope, but still, I mean. That's an entirely different question because at least the Bills made it to the playoffs this the, year. The difference is if you have a running game and you have a defense that can stand up, Osweiler cannot lose it for you. Peterman's yes. going yeah. to lose it for you. Yes. Peter, Peterman like spent most of that game trying to get like even in his one drive that he had, he tried to give that ball away a couple times. <laughs> like, Just take on, it, on, please. On his fourth down run that they're like, oh, Peterman's getting him into this game. They forgot to mention that he fumbled at the end of it. <laughs> I mean, I know that it, he was down before the fumble. Don't get me wrong. But that's still concerning that he's falling to the ground and he lose, can lose the ball that easily. Like, that kid's just trying to give the ball away. And then that comeback throw that he threw was in the air for like a year. It's not a surprise that Jalen Ramsey, who's a very good cornerback, came in and knocked to the ground and took it. Yes. That was just a pathetic throw. He was a fifth round pick. Jalen was? No. No. Jalen was a first round pick. I was, yeah. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? No, Jalen, oh. I was hoping the Steelers were going to take him, and Jay was like, no way he drops to the Steelers. I'm like, How? God damn it. Yeah. You should listen to me on those because, you know. Well, it didn't matter if I feel. listened to you or not on that one. I don't have to say it. That was really just more David's wish. Yeah. I feel yeah. I got, I got lots of wishes. I hope you never get like cancer as a child or like anything or your child gets cancer because they're ma- that's what I meant to say was I hope that your future children never get cancer because they would be completely fucked out of any make-a-wish opportunities because you would just like take them all to do like, all right, this is everything that I wanted to do. <laughs> that came out just... much more poorly worded than I wanted it to, but I, I think I like the idea of the Make a Wish Foundation just standing at the gates. <laughs> as I'm like, no, they really want to see a Steelers playoff game, and they're like, David, the Steelers season is over. 
we can't put them in the playoffs just for your kids. I'm like, it's their wish. <laughs> your kids are just standing there like, you know, actually, like, we're okay. Like, it's not. Okay. They're like, no, it's your wish. I'm sorry. Is this the Make-A-Wish Foundation or is this the Make-A-Bitch Request? I wanted a wish. Grant it. Look, kick out the sixth seed, put the Steelers in, and then give us full seats to the game in the box. Give us the hotel. Let's, come on. Come on. Oh, this man. is the kid's wish. The kid's the like, six seeds, the Jags. They don't even have fans. The Just kid's like, I want to meet Aladdin. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, you don't. You want to you meet Ben Roethlisberger, damn it. <laughs> Aladdin's the nickname that we have for Big Ben. <laughs> so for the record when i was when i was talking to jay saying i hope the steelers take jalen ramsey and he goes no way jalen ramsey drops to there jacksonville jaguars took jalen ramsey in 2016 with the fifth overall pick one pick after ezekiel elliott the steelers didn't have a pick until the 25th overall pick there's no way <laughs> i was hoping he was gonna drop 20 rounds I really appreciate your rose-colored glasses there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this so is the nice Jaguars. thing about being a Seahawks fan, by the way. You don't, you don't ever worry about the draft. It's like, eh, Pete will figure something out. Yeah, you guys took uh, Fetty in the first round on that one. Yeah, he's been fun. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a good good line. <laughs> I love it. I, I love Jermaine Fetty. And it's not because he's a good player. I just like him as a person. So, like... <laughs> A lot of people are calling for him out here. And first of all, I'm like, who are you going to replace him with? He's free right now. You understand the price point that we have him at? You're not going to do better. Trust me. Um, but uh, I think he's a fun. <laughs> he needs to learn to not hold so much, but that's about it. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that, that – uh, I was in this weird spot this weekend where I put a bunch of bets on the favorites. And then as I was watching the games, I found myself rooting for the underdogs every time. Underdogs are more fun. Well, but like, I didn't really real, like, like I wanted, I wanted to still, you know, win money, of course. But once I realized, Oh, there's no way the Jaguars are winning this game by nine. Okay. I hope that the bills pull this off then. Like if you're going to, if you're going to cut me, at least stab the dagger all the way in. <laughs> Let's do a job properly, jeez. Yeah. Let me just bleed out here in the snow. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so that I, was a game. That that um, last game though, this uh Panthers and Saints. Man, the Panthers blew it. <laughs> oh, that's, so that's bad. Yeah. How do you get how do you get sacked on the last play of the game? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make too much out of nothing. But and they had a touchdown yeah. earlier that that just got just flat out dropped. Yeah. Well, they had a couple because, like, what was it early in the game? Cam Newton threw a perfect ball to Kellen Clay. Like, it was he wasn't terribly open, but because of where the ball was, Kellen Clay should have been able to make the play, and he dropped it. And then so now it's fourth down. So they have a twenty-five yarder or something like that. And Gano kicks it and misses. So it's like. You guys had a guaranteed seven, and then you had a guaranteed three, and you came away with zero. And you lost by five. See, yeah. and this was like the only game that I actually won some of my bets on. I had the over on three and a half field goals for the whole game, 
But so as Gano missed that first field goal, I was like, oh, I'm fucked. I'm going to lose nope. everything this weekend. But no, I, I, I made I made $15 back. That's phenomenal. There thing. you go. So what was your net total? Oh, uh, yeah, negative 45. <laughs> yep. Yep. But hey, it's better than negative 60. I, I'm still alive for next week. I can still bet on the Steelers. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, just going, going back to the Panthers game. This is the third time this, this season that uh, the Saints have beaten the Panthers. Yeah. There's just no question who's the better team. No, yeah. no question at all. Like, you, get, you guys had three opportunities and you couldn't come away with one win. Done. And the one thing I'm excited to watch tomorrow is uh, you, you can watch the press conferences on NFL Mobile. That's the one thing you're excited to see tomorrow? Uh, sorry, NFL related. Okay. There we go. There we go. Um, We're slowly bringing you over to the dark side. Yeah, no, no, no. NFL related. Um, is what I'm gonna I'm gonna look up this press conference on Cam Newton. For for anyone listening, today is Sunday. Tomorrow's the national title game. Yes, we're kind of recording exciting. this beforehand so that we can put it up after, so you can hear how wrong we were about what's gonna happen tomorrow. Oh, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm so excited for Georgia beat Alabama by like 31 points and for Nick Saban to go completely postal on the sidelines. Yeah, I, 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 I could get behind that. I know you could both get behind that, but I really don't feel like that's what's going to happen. No. I did see a report earlier uh, where they questioned a bunch of Bama and UGA players about Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, and Zaxby's. Oh, and, uh, it turns out Bama players don't like Chick-fil-A, so fuck them. Name, name wow. one better way to make the South angry. <laughs> How to polarize a very large portion of the American demographic. You're going yeah, to have one group of people that hates the other team for not liking what they like, and you're going to have another group of te- people that hates their own team because their own team doesn't like what they like. And you're gonna have a whole other group of people that hate everybody for hating people based on fast food choices. Yeah, that sounds absolutely accurate. Yeah, welcome to the American political system. Yeah. <laughs> that's how our that's how our country runs. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. <clears throat> hey, you disagree with me on some small issue? Well then you disagree with me on every issue. I hate you. It's American politics. Roll tide. <laughs> Roll tide. Um, but yes, the press conference is tomorrow. The Cam Newton one? Is that what you were talking about? Or? No, it would have happened today. I just haven't looked it up yeah. yet. So I'm going to look it up tomorrow oh, yeah. during lunch because th- that's just something in particular that I, I would like to see. Is I thought you were going to say during work, himself. and I was like, yes. No, I hope he calls out his players for not knowing how to run routes. Saying it's funny that they don't know how to run routes. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, that national title game tomorrow. That'll be, uh, that'll be something. What's your guys' actual prediction for tomorrow? Uh, I think Bama's going to run away with it, just like they ran away with the uh, Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I think it'll be a really interesting first half. Um, you know, I think they have to keep it interesting. And then the third quarter, Georgia's going to try and make some adjustments to try and come back out. And then it's going to fail them because Nick Saban's a fucking mastermind of a genius. Yeah. And then the fourth quarter is going to be super boring and everybody's going to drop off. Um, yeah. Most people are going to stick around for the Kendrick Lamar halftime show, myself included. <laughs> yeah. um, 
But yeah, I mean, I think I think Georgia has the opportunity to really hang in during the first half. Um, the, pro- the problem that I see for Georgia is if they want to really get into this game, they're going to have to uh, hit them deep, and they're going to have to do it early. So they're yeah. going to have to really rely on Jake Fromm throwing it well because that'll force Bama's uh, defense to yeah. kind of play a little bit more honest, <clears throat> back a little bit, which will open up the running game for Sony Michelle and. Uh, Nick Chubb to do what they do best and yeah. then Bama will be confused and they won't be able to handle it. But that, well, the hardest thing about that is a relying on Jake Fromm to throw it well and throw it well early exactly. because he I mean throughout the year he's been obviously really good and being a true freshman and going into that after what's his name got injured and you know he's in this entirely different sphere that I'm sure he even he probably never really truly thought would come to fruition his freshman fucking year. Yeah. You know, you saw how he was in the SEC well, championship game. Bench, yeah. Oh yeah. He's busting them up. But yeah. even in the SEC championship game, even in the semifinal game, um, you know, he did not throw it well early on. No. And that's where it's going to be the hardest for him. And for that yeah. team, I think is for him to really get into that groove literally right out of the gate. Yeah, because so, um, well, some reason when those you said, linebackers are so fast and that uh, rush defense is so good that yeah. there's just unless you open up oh, deep, there's it's going to be really hard for Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle to get anything going. Not Definitely. because they're not great, because obviously they're fucking fantastic. Oh but yeah. So is that Bama defense. For some reason, when you said freshman fucking year, I I heard fucking as a verb. Oh, oh yes! Haven't you heard of the good old freshman fucking year? Yeah, it's called senior year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you start going back to the dorms, like, hey, what's going on? I was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a whole new level of academic standing. Yeah, well, this is Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, Georgia's not that bad of an institution. I, I don't mind them. I felt really bad because I definitely was rooting against Baker Mayfield in the Rose Bowl game. Um. And then I realized that I was rooting for an all SEC national title game. Um, <laughs> no love for Clemson. Seriously, no. I wanted Clemson really badly. I wanted it to be Same. Clemson, Georgia. Hey, um, we wanted Clemson, but nobody believed in Clemson. Exactly. So that's where I'm like, yikes! I per- I propagated this. <laughs> it's your fault. Um, <laughs> we're blaming Kira. Also did not realize how fucking emotional Boromir's death and Fellowship of the Ring was. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Where did that come from? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally <laughs> just watched that last night. Like, I've been watching this all day or all afternoon. And I definitely put it on in the background silent and have been watching it. Um, despite, like, obviously talking, too. But, but um, yeah, <laughs> holy that's, that's shit. I literally just watched that last night. Like, Are you serious? Yeah, no joke. I just like the other night I was like, you know what we should watch right now? Lord of the Rings. No, my fr- just- I, I texted my friend this afternoon because I had just finished. Wa- I watched, this is totally off, tamp- off topic. Um, <laughs> I watched Coming to America for the first time nice. today. Oh, <gasps> first time? I watched Back to the Future all the way through for the first time today. What? Uh, and then I texted my friend. I was like, what else should I watch? And he's like, just watch Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, I haven't watched that one in a while. So, How did you like coming to America for the first time? I loved it. 
It was great. I forgot how slowly it moved, or like how slowly movies moved back then, but yeah. it was fucking awesome. Have you seen um what's what's the other big one he did back then? Uh, Trading Places. No. Oh my god, you gotta watch Trading Places. <laughs> um. But anyway, that's what I think is gonna happen in the Georgia Alabama game. Basically, um, Georgia is gonna be Boromir. And they're going to keep trying to get up, even though they're going to get fucking shot with an arrow multiple times. But then this giant orc fucker is going to be Alabama. And it's like, well, here you are. I mean, sorry, you don't have Aragon to come in and fucking chop off Nick Saban's head. So, yeah, if only what, what, what an end to that game that would be, though, if someone just came down and chopped <laughs> Nick Saban's head off. <laughs> did, did Viggo Mortensen just <laughs> climb down there with a sword? What? what is happening here? <laughs> Forget Why the is... result of the game. What just happened? Why is Jalen Hurts wearing a blonde wig and running around shooting arrows at the sidelines? <laughs> I haven't been this surprised since <laughs> Kirby, Justin and Timberlake Smart. and Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> oh, what a great moment. And then Kirby Smart sitting there with an axe watching, <laughs> watching him th- shoot all those arrows and he's like, that only counts as one! <laughs> Of course, Kirby Smart is the dwarf in this scenario. (laughs) (laughs) So, what about what do you guys think about uh, next week's NFL games? Uh, So we got what do we got? Uh, The Falcons against the uh, Eagles, right? Right. And then we got Minnesota taking on the Saints. The Saints. Yeah. The Steelers have the Jags and the Patriots are against the Patriots. Um Yeah, so the rematch between the Patri- the Steelers and the Jags is gonna be interesting. Yes, and uh I'm gonna call it right now. It's gonna be Steelers twenty eight, Jaguars twenty seven. Ooh. I think that's a fair assessment, even though there's nothing fair about your decision on that. <laughs> it's going to come down to Blake Bortles blowing the two-minute drill. <laughs> I would love to see it. Um, you're not going to sit there and take it lightly and be like, oh, yeah, you know, they beat us by 30 points at home before. <laughs> no, you're going to want to come out there and like, fuck these guys. Let's let's not just beat them. Let's destroy them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Antonio Brown's slotted, or slated to be fully healthy. It's going to be quite a game. I'm really excited to see Antonio Brown versus Jalen Ramsey. Yes. yes. Yep. And, and uh, in in Pittsburgh, I think they have a they have a decent shot at winning this game. Yeah, I I, I believe in the Steelers in this one. Hurts my soul, but. And then on the other I end, know. I think that means that we're going to end up with a New England Pittsburgh AFC Championship because <laughs> I cannot oh, yeah. see the Titans. Marching into Foxborough and yeah, beating New England as as special as Marcus Mariota looked this last game. That's well, a, was, that's a special yeah. kind of special you have to be to win well, in Foxborough. Mariota and yeah. Henry both put the team on their back. You know, they're <clears throat> yeah. not able to do that against Patriots. Exactly, and going back to what Jay said about Mariota being particularly fragile, like there's no way that he's going to be able to carry that in for a second week. No, after last week. Yeah. But Sad as it I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure <laughs> the uh, Patriots have already got a spot in the AFC Championship, and uh, the Falcons already have a spot in the NFC Championship. Oh, really? You think the Falcons are going to beat? Oh, the Eagles. 
<laughs> yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yep. It's it's the former owners of Michael Vick playing off against each other. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if owners is the right word. Well, I think <laughs> I think we have some leeway with Vick. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't count. He's like, hey, that's insensitive. And we're like, hey, shut up. <laughs> hey, you fought dogs. Hey, Michael Vick is totally listening to this podcast, you guys. <laughs> yeah, Michael Vick, JT Barrett, we, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very diverse leader. See, I'm Filipino. I got nothing against Michael Vick. Like, Mar hey, Jackson's fuck. watching us. Oh, yeah. We got all, we got all the uh, top players looking at us. Nobody else, though. Actually, those are all just black quarterbacks. For two quick seconds, because obviously, like, I'm thinking Lord of the Rings, I thought I mixed up Mark Jackson with Peter Jackson, and we're just going to act like that didn't happen. We're also going to leave the admission in, because then it will explain it to people who are yelling for the last 20 minutes. You don't mean him! (laughs) (laughs) But yes. Um... We love black quarterbacks, and they love us. Yeah, to to everyone (laughs) listening, we know. We've all had the moment where we've been listening to podcasts, and somebody goes, yeah, that guy who was in that movie with the girl who was also in that other movie, and somebody else in the background is yelling, the guy from Legally Blonde, whatever his name is, and then you know their name, and we don't know their name, and we've all done it. Legally Blonde? Have you been watching a lot of Legally Blonde? Is that in your nightly routine? Of course not. Along with August Rush and... <laughs> no, uh, August Rush is the nightly routine. Legally Blonde is the morning. <laughs> David wakes up every morning and is like, Elle Woods is so underrated. <laughs> She's a powerful woman in a man's world. <laughs> I mean, to be entirely fair, you know. it's it's It switches off between that and Miss Congeniality, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the original, the sequel. No, the sequel's better. There you go. Miss Congeniality 2? Yeah, I've actually yes. only ever seen the second one. Oh. The first oh, one's good. good. The first one was good, yeah. 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 Okay. I've never seen the second one. So. We had the second one, we never had the first one. Yeah. And when I say oh, we, yeah. of course, I mean my family growing up. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> when we say we, I mean me. <laughs> In college. <Yeah>. By myself. Slash <laughs> last week. Bought it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Every> man! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what were we even talking about? We got Football? derailed so hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's always. I feel like it's always my fault. It really is. Yeah, these things happen. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Wait, Peter Jackson. Right. Wait. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. There we go. Uh, That's where it was. We found our way back. I will pick the Vikings in any game that they play because I think they are the most well put together team in the entire NFL right now. I think you're yeah. right, but I think I think it's going to come down to Drew Brees being able to make the fourth quarter plays that Case Keenum isn't ex- exactly expected to make. And and I'm not saying he can't make them because he's looked really good this season, but he's going to have mm-hmm. to surprise me before I take him. He's always is surprising though. Like, yeah, I don't like, understand why there's such a narrative of, like, oh, Case, Case Keenum isn't a good quarterback. Like, every season I watch him, like, wow, that kid is really good. Yeah, He's no, a very I, good game manager, but so is Tom Brady, so is Alex Smith. You're right, and I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying I'm not taking him against Drew Brees when 
Yeah. The New Orleans defense did not look bad today. They looked really good today. Um, yeah. And so I just I give the edge in the fact that New Orleans defense is good. Uh, Minnesota's defense is great. Yeah, New Orleans Simmons. offense is great. Minnesota's deep offense is good. Mm-hmm. It's just how do those things shake out, and I, I think it shakes out with New Orleans going to the NFC Championship. Possibly. And and that would give us an NFC South Championship, since I'm assuming none of us are actually taking the Eagles. I, I think we went over that already, but just no. to confirm. Anyone? Anyone? No. Yeah. So... <clears throat> yeah, I'm not gonna say anything about the Eagles because uh, I get mad. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I see what you're saying. I don't, I don't I don't think you're necessarily wrong, but I, I still I I still think that the Minnesota Vikings are gonna be in the NFC Championship. Personally, uh, I think they look more well put together. Uh, that defense it's just mean. Uh, They'll take. I think they're going to take away that run very well, which will make it harder for Drew Brees to be thrown deep. And uh, I think I think ultimately Vikings are going to pull away from this one. Close game, but yeah, Vikings. And then that leaves us with uh, Patriots and the Titans, which we kind of touched on, but yeah, briefly. But uh, I mean, I think the real difference here is shit. What's his name? Dion Lewis, uh, the the combo of Dion Lewis and I'm guessing it's going to be Mike Gillisley is quite a bit better than uh, than what Tennessee has the ability to stop. Yeah, well, their rush defense is pretty good actually. Their secondary is meh, which you really don't want to have a bad secondary against Tom Brady. Yeah. He's kind of a good quarterback. I don't know if you guys have seen him play before, but he, he can make anything happen. Oh, you mean Tim Brody? <laughs> yeah, Tim Brody. But I, I think that you're going to see a lot of Deion Lewis out of the backfield is what I mean. Like, yeah. get, catch no, screen definitely. passes and stuff like that. I, I, I didn't mean Lewis so much oh, out of the running game, but more out of the passing game. Well, yeah. And I mean, the thing is, once again, Deep passes to set up short runs, so he'll be able to. If Tom Brady starts picking apart that secondary, Deion Lewis is going to have himself a day. Yeah. Even if even if he doesn't have to catch three passes, he can, he'll still be able to run on them. And yeah, that screen pass will be maining with him too. I just don't see the Titans pulling that one off. No. But then again, I see him beating the Chiefs. So. And yes, I just called them the Chiefs, not the Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs> Just chess with their football playing skills. <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks they can be such chess? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what type of soccer team is this? It's the chess. <laughs> yeah, when's the last time you guys heard a Borat reference? Oh, not long enough. <laughs> you're not, you're not saying a Borat, Kira? Oh, no, I am. Uh... There was one kid in college who quoted it mercilessly, and so... Uh, Every, everybody has that one person who just did too much Borat. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and if you didn't have that guy, you had the guy who did too much Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So, if, you guys, haven't, if you guys haven't heard it, 
uh, Mark Marin did an interview with Sasha Baron Cohen a few years back. It's actually an amazing interview. I believe it. You should, uh, well, no, because Baron Cohen comes in as himself as opposed to as a character. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And so he actually like, talks I think I about this. Yeah. He actually talks about like practicing to be a clown and all of this other, like, absurdism mm-hmm. comedy and stuff like that. It, it, it's really interesting to hear him actually talking as himself as opposed to any of the characters that we've seen online. On yeah. I just want to know what his actual accent sounds like. I think he's just British, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I don't know. I've never heard him not have a heavy, strong, weird accent. Yeah, he, he probably addressed <laughs> the interview, kinds. but it's been, it's been maybe two years since I listened to the interview. Yeah. Can we just address how amazing his uh, voice acting skills are? Because he played King Julian in Madagascar, <coughs> played Borat, <coughs> he played the French dude in uh, Talladega Nights, and then uh, there's something else that he did. Bruno. Oh. Bruno. Can we forget that? Yeah. <laughs> no. And he was the. Uh... May Bruno never die. Oh, he he was in the dictator. Yes. He had like a super heavy Middle Eastern accent. He was and also um, super believable. He was also in um, Le Miserable. Hallie G in the house. Oh. oh, was he? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. He was. Oh gosh, who was he in that movie? Um, a French guy. Y- yes, <laughs> he was one of the like. Um, what do you, what do you call that shit where they steal stuff from people? Well, the gypsy characters. <laughs> you played a gypsy. Yeah. Uh, Fenardier. Fenardier. Thank you. Are You're you welcome. actually familiar with this production? Yeah, I I I knew a little bit about. I've I've seen the. The production a few times. I've only seen the movie a couple of times, but so is Gypsy a fair way of calling him? Yeah, I would say so. Because it's not specifically uh, Gypsy, as in the traditional Gypsy culture, which is actually a thing, but it's just no. the easiest way that I can explain the character he was playing. Why have you seen Les Misérables so many times? I've seen it once. No, Kira. Oh, uh. I I kind of saw a guy in college who was really into musicals, so I know all of the actual like songs for the most part. Was he also into other college guys? I was gonna say, at risk of sounding like an <laughs> Not asshole, in college. Are you wondering why it didn't work out. <laughs> Not in college, and no, I never did. <clears throat> Here we go. No, they were in owners, and they cheat their customers early on in the movie, and then they serve. Um, has some of the um, like representations of like the subculture, like the lawless subculture of society. Like they're like the kind of more abusive people that partner with like um, um, Javert. Anyway, the whole movie is an allegory for like the judicial system or the justice system back in the day, and how like uh, the protagonist Jean Valjean is like overly punished for minor crimes, and so they're kind of like some of those upper middle class, like kind of spoiled people, but they kind of like rob everybody who comes through their inn. Um, and yeah, but they're also very clownish and they're very like not serious characters right. as serious as Javert is. So interesting, yeah. yeah. I've never had to watch Les Miserables, and I never intend to. 
also no. known as Russell Crowe. <laughs> Definitely mostly Russell Crowe. But now I'm looking at um uh, at Sasha Baron Cohen's uh IMDb and forgot how much list. I love the character of Ali G. Yep. Ali G in the house. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. Classics. Ali G show he, I watched. He that did so he hard. did a bit with Donald Trump. Uh-huh. Oh Wait, my god. That's right. I can't even watch Home Alone now because of Donald Trump or whatever fuck it was in. I I like watching anything that has Donald Trump as a minor unimportant character. That kind of makes fun of him. Yeah, I just get mad about it. Yeah. He has such a hittable face. <laughs> and a hittable toupee. <laughs> um, yeah, you just want to go up there and rip it off him. Generally. Well, not just that. Alright, gentlemen. Yeah, just a little... I think, I think, I think that's all we got. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a quick run through on this one. It's, oh uh, wait, 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 wait! Oh, one thing I want to talk to you guys about: uh, John Gruden for a hundred yes. million dollars. Ten years, hundred million dollars. <laughs> I knew I was. I was like, I know there's something that I wanted to talk to you guys about. I don't know if it's one or two weeks after we were we were laughing at the idea of ten year contracts, and they decided to give one to somebody who's coming out of retirement. Yes. Oh my goodness! First of yeah. all, like how fucking badly must Al Davis have wanted that to happen to be able to like convince everybody to pull together a ten-year, hundred million dollar fucking contract? Some people roll over in their grave. Al Davis is jacking off in his grave. <laughs> Al Davis is just fucking like you find. Oh, I love this the movie. Um, you just fucking find. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Maybe I meant Mark Davis. Pretty sure I might have met Mark. But either way, you know, that's what I was going to say. It's like some national treasure shit where Mark Davis is like going through the desk and he just finds like the last will and testament of Al Davis. And (laughs) it's like a hidden page underneath. And it was like, and then my very last wish for the Raiders is to bring John Gruden out of retirement. And then all of a sudden it like kickstarts this whole like epic fundraiser or whatever where they have to go to all their donors and like get people to pitch in money and that was the like fashion go fund me exactly <laughs> like nicholas cage gets hired to help out <laughs> i would watch the shit out of that movie <laughs> nicholas cage courting john gruden <laughs> we have to get john <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um yeah, exactly. I mean, I think obviously it's going to be great for the Raiders because at the end of the past year, they just tanked. And so much of that was due to not low morale, but like lack of leadership. And as much as Jack Del Rio was a great head coach and he was such a good fit there, like there really was a lot to be le- or a lot left to be desired for that organization. And yeah, they finished and- with the same record as the Niners. Which I still love that note so much. <laughs> yep. So much. The team that opened up as the Owen Niners now tied with the Raiders, who were playoff team last year with Super Bowl aspirations. Which it can't be under uh, under emphasized how funny it is that that backfired so hard on the uh, Patriots. It looked like they were going to get like a top 35 pick, and now they're yes. lucky to get a top 40 pick. Yeah. Yes. Um, for another, for another, what is the future of a franchise? 
Speaking <laughs> of terrible teams and things that we haven't mentioned yet, uh, the Cleveland Browns had a parade the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so did UCF today. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Theirs was at Disney's Magical Kingdom. Yep, and for completely different uh, reasons. Yeah, and the Browns one was in a waste facility, but I think they call that waste facility Cleveland. Yes, that's what it's <laughs> colloquially known as. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the fan, like the players, got nasty about it, and they're mad about it, and they're saying like, "Oh, you guys don't support us." It's like, no, they just don't want you to lose every single game. Yeah. yeah. They would support you if you were good at your job. They don't want to have to beg their friends to come take free tickets to a game. Yeah. Yes. They don't even like need you to be good. They just want you to win, you know. If you had a four a win season, they'd be so happy. No, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. A game. Like, that's a... Win a game. And there's no <laughs> they won. one in fifteen. Yeah. There wasn't a play parade last year. That's how you avoid a parade. You win a game. Yeah, like you have a very loyal fan base. <clears throat> Win a game and they're that are happy, you know? Like you There's, have almost to have the Bills fan base. Like Houston <laughs> had the Oilers no and the Oilers got traded away and became the Titans, and then they got a new team named the Texans. The Browns are so loyal that they sued for the rights to their old team because they're like, nah, oh. this is our shit. Yeah. Like so they're not crazy. asking you to be great they're just asking you to not be laughing at like that's not a big request no i don't know (laughs) kind of a lot you guys yeah again you 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 played the bears you had a chance yeah it's just it's crazy like i don't understand how the players got mad about that too it's like fucking you should feel ashamed. And yeah, they're making you feel bad, but you should feel bad. And for those of you who have have decided to tune in two weeks in a row, yes, we hate Ohio. <laughs> we really are not the biggest fans. As if LeBron... This is episode 12, because it'd be 12 weeks in a row for the This record. is 13. Yeah. 13. 13 straight weeks of just disliking Ohio and... But we love JT Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I love JT Barrett. I, I, I like him more now post-college. Yeah. Now that that whole thing is over, you know. Yeah, that 20-year crisis. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> career. Yeah. He's, he's going to come in as a rookie and be older than Blake Bortles. <laughs> he's going to be the grandpa rookie. <laughs> grandpa rook. He's going to be the first rookie that says, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> oh, good move. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm looking at Cleveland's like who they played this year. It's not good. They should have won some games. Yeah, they lost. So they they opened the season with the loss to the Steelers. Then they lost to the Ravens. Then they lost to the Colts. Then the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Then the Jets, Texans, Titans, Vikings, was... Lions, Jags, Bengals, Chargers, Packers, Ravens, Bears, Steelers. You had two games that you had a very good shot of winning. Which 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 two are you referring to? The Colts and the Bears. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I was making sure you weren't adding the Texans because back then the Texans were actually and fucking yeah. Me. And then the Packers were was against Brett Hundley. Yeah, that was that was post Aaron Rodgers collarbone breakage. Bert Hyundai. Yep. Mm. Disappointing. Yeah. 
I mean, not for me, but you know, for the Browns fans. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm ecstatic. It just fulfills our prophecy. Yeah. <laughs>